This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Hello, Elliot here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on you foxes! happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reach the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing...
Semi-finals, yeah, baby, yeah. How are we feeling? The European Tour, we're all going on the European Tour. It carries on. History makers again, our first ever European semi-finals. Arsenal fans, where are you? Tottenham fans, where are you? Hiding behind the sofa, I would imagine. Oh, what a game. I mean, Rogers, tactical genius. Perez, what a player. What a player. <laughs> We're into the semis. Yes! Yes! I'll have a cheese having. <laughs> Won't we all? Won't we all? I'm going to say cheers to everybody. Excuse me, the voice has gone. I was shouting that much. Uh, well, you know, the first goal, the second goal, full time. I was pacing up and down. My neighbour actually texted me to see if I was all right because she could hear me screaming. What a game. What a night. It looks like we could be facing Roma. They're 2-0 up at the moment away at home to Boda. So, but, you know, Boda, you never know. You never know. Uh, Dorco, hello. How the devil are you, sir? David S., to coin a famous phrase, Chris, how the devil are you? You might be able to tell. Buzzing after that, foxes never quit. You know, who said this season is over? Who said... Brendan Rodgers should ha should go. Go away and hide. Go away and hide. This guy's not hiding. He's as happy as me. Brad, how the devil are you, sir? I'm ecstatic, mate. Uh, what a, what what a performance and what a, and what a game by the, by the lads. What a you know it, it was a strange one, wasn't it? Though because you know Brendan threw everything at it. Even, even, even called up emergency services of Iosi Perez and changed the formation. He made the right dramatic big calls and paid off. Paid for, off. As the, as the yeah. saying goes, for for bloody two. That's <laughs> very true. Very true. And I you know it just shows you know again matching the statements that are obviously clearly felt around the club. They're not giving up on any front because. You know, it would have been easy for them to have got frustrated and then started shooting more from, you know, 20, 25, 30 yards out. And we'd already yeah. missed enough guilt opportunities, but the lads just showed their togetherness. And, and, and in the end, that and, and a deserved performance in the second half that warranted it, you know, turned the game on its head. And we're now, you know, at this moment, looking like a trip to Italy is on on the horizon for our reward. So. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, I mean, we we were on top uh, for most of that game, I felt. And we have got a guest joining us uh, in a bit, guys. Um, Broski, oh, yeah. he's already sent me his congratulations, but I thought it was only fair that we get all the yeehaw and all the celebrations out of the way before he comes in to give us his thoughts and take on the... Yeah. Um, on the it, game, it but, definitely looks like a trip to Italy on a Thursday night because that's three and a half. They are, um, yes, you're quite right. And to be honest good. with you, I mean, before we go any further, give us your thoughts on whether it was you prefer Roma or Bodo Glimt. I mean, you could say Bodo Glimt obviously are the underdogs, but they've played 20 games to get this far because they're in the qualifiers of the Champions League. They've got a plastic pitch, they play north of the Arctic Circle. 
actually Roma might not be the, the, the worst choice. I don't, I don't care. At this stage, you really can't care who you're going to get. Like I said, they've got there on their own efforts, on their own merits. I mean, like these guys have played 20-odd games to get here. They absolutely battered Roma in their group stage. They beat them again at home, so they proved they're a real strong force. They deserve to be in the course of finals. Looks like Roma has proven too much for them at this point, half you know, half hour into it. But mm. we've seen crazier things already this weekend in, in European competition. So we'll see. But you're at the semi-finals, mate. It doesn't matter, does it really? I don't think it matters if you've got the week. No. You're in the yeah, semis. Only you're going to be playing decent teams. But yeah. I just... You know, Roma have lost both times they've played Bodo Glimt on their artificial pitch. So, like I say, maybe maybe it's better the fact that uh, we're not yeah, playing on that. Maybe, but I tell you what, having been there a couple of years ago, it's bloody freezing above the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I'm sure it is, mate. And yeah, mate, maybe maybe it actually suits like a Leicester in a way better going into it slight underdogs in, in a sense yeah. of Roma's experience because. We've seen what happens when the fans more the fans and, and the media go into a game mm. involving less of expectations. Uh, we all remember what happened in the knockout rounds of the Europa League. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I'm just I'm just absorbing it and, and, and just glad, it. I know I'm just glad we are there. Uh, in the middle of the match, my daughter decides to text me about buying a house. I don't care. There's a football game on. <laughs> Tell me afterwards. B. Crom, good evening. How the devil are you? And David Gamble, good evening to you as well. Um, well, we, we we picked a team earlier, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. And between us, um, we didn't get it. We didn't get it far wrong. In fairness. Um, we, we, I mean, I mentioned Albrighton might be might make an appearance, of course, and he did. Um, you know, we, we, we were we were and ahhing about um, Pierre. Is that is that the right one or is that the first? Well, that might be the first leg, you know. So ignore that. <laughs> I can't see. Just bear with me. No, 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 no. That that is ours. That is ours because we had Castagne out on the left over Justin and. That is our lineup that we picked, the three of us, between the two of us. Yes, it, it was, but that isn't that that isn't the one because it won't be showing the let me uh, let me just see what else I've got here. But I mean, I say oh Brighton was the only one we jointly hadn't gone for. Um yeah. uh, I'm just waiting for Bookline to come on to say about Perez, to be honest with you. <laughs> because I mean you couldn't you couldn't even fault him today, could you? No, you couldn't. Look, like I said, when he deserves it, he'll get it. And you know what? Well done for turning up and putting in a performance and matching the intensity and effort that was there from everybody else today, Mr. Perez. Uh, yes. You know, I'm not going to get carried away. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like certain people that will suddenly just change my my, my opinion on a player on one on one performance. He obviously needs to get be given that opportunity, but he's now given Brendan a reason to look at him again and maybe consider him for more football time on that pitch. So credit to him, well, you know, well done. He's he's played his part into it. All the stuff did as well, to be honest with you. Um, I thought maybe uh, there was a few big chances that we had that maybe Leicester down the line would have let the heads drop, would have let get some, but they didn't. And, and, and you know, and it was just great to see, wasn't it, mate? It's great to see them just going for it. 
and and never giving up. You know, despite despite how volatile the PSV fans were trying to be, i.e., throwing drinks. At, at, yeah, at what was that the delay? Do you know what that was? Yeah, was that it was, because of the violence? Yes, it was. It? So PSV fans, uh, the referee was doing a signal, and I, I, I knew it was. Uh, it was basically to suggest that they weren't going to restart the game until the Tamai announcer got his announcement out to war. Well, to basically told fans to pack it and throw in their beverages. Yeah. Oh, why, why waste beer? What why waste beer? I don't know. But on, on a more serious note, it just proves. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that, you know. It does um, the mentality of some football fans at time, unfortunately. Friday Club, because PSV fans... <laughs> I know. It must, fans be, must, be, must be cheap over there. <laughs> maybe, but they're allowed to drink in the ground as well, which is obviously something that's unheard of in yes, some ground, isn't yeah. it? So, um, yeah. Right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Dorco, first half, we were 11 brainless wingers. Second half, we had 11 intelligent winners. Maybe won't go that far, but I get your point, Andrew. Don't you love a good semi? <laughs> it's been it's been it's been that long, and uh, <laughs> Andrew. That's all I'm saying. It's been that long. So um, this was the team that started today. Um, Fofana um, came back, and Evans, which we said, Pierre and Castagna. We thought that they would uh, be playing. Um, Dewsbury Hall, Tillemans, Madison, Barnes, Inacho, or Brighton. I think I think apart from All Brighton, like I say, we between us we got it hundred percent right, although we did discuss All Brighton. But I mean, are we happy with that with that team? Yeah, I was. I mean, I even said to you, I, I would maybe prefer a more attacking start and then use all Brighton to maybe shore up um shore up the game if we can get ourselves in front. Um and and do it that way, but it worked, yeah. didn't it? It worked. We we changed the system. We made immediate changes. We was quick on the third change game, and and this is what we've been talking about for a few weeks. We've talked about the the depth in the squad. We've talked about the quality of the squad, and you saw that. You see that you know even if these players aren't yeah. selected, it's not like they're left in the dark and what they're expected to do. They they come on and, and they played with a purpose. They played. With, with the knowledge of knowing exactly what's required of them and what Brendan's expecting of them when he gives them the opportunity to go on the pitch. And again, just an all-round, an all-round, you know, 15-man performance from today yeah. or, or yeah. however many it was. What what yeah what I mean what I, what I'll do guys if you're watching is I'll I'll put the link in later if anybody wants to come on put a note in the comments and uh, and I'll put the link in later and you can come on and give us your thoughts on that. Mm. I mean I mean I thought Inacho was okay um, and I thought you know when we went two up front I thought hey here we go <laughs> getting getting excited Brendan's had a, had an epiphany. Uh, and then he went and took Inacho off. Um, Lookman did seem a little bit lost down the left, but I didn't. I don't like Tillemans playing that defensive role. And of course, you know, and I'm not going to blame him, but you know, he he, he was he took his he, you know he took his mind off the game, didn't he? I don't know. I think Lookman was great on the left. First of all, I don't know what you saw. I thought he was absolutely fantastic, especially when. The formation change. I don't know why anyone would think he didn't have a good game. I'm not saying he didn't have a good game, but I know certainly on 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 the stream I was watching, they were saying he would not go down the left bit. 
You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but that, he did when he was he kept coming the inside. You know. Yeah, but he, he when he was afforded the opportunity to with the formation change, and and I think that only kicked him when we brought Perez on. He that's when he came to life. Um, but I yeah. understand. You know, it, it, it seemed he was restricted that movement. But then you've got the problem is with Timmons is it's just he's going through one of them soft law things at the moment because apart from that error that led to their goal. Uh, I don't think he actually was playing that bad. I don't mind him in that role. I think you need an experienced head that's not going to panic if they catch us out on the break and get bodies back. And obviously, that's a hell of a lot easier when you've got the footballing brain like Fafana's got and Johnny Evans behind you yeah. as well with the mock up any mistakes that you make um, nine times out of ten, which, which they did. To be fair, in that second half, they did with great ease. Uh, PSV rarely were able to threaten and uh, and that was it. But I don't know. I don't mind it. At the end of the day, there's a reason he's not putting Chowdhury in that position um, over him to play that kind of more deep playing role for, for a midfielder. And look, if this is the result it's getting, then I'm all for it. If, mm. if we're doing this on a Thursday night against PSV and we're keeping our momentum going for the league games, and you know what? I'm all for it. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for resting him as well. I'm all for yeah. taking him out for for the next game and, and putting Mendy in there and, and letting Dewsbury uh, letting Dewsbury Hall, who probably for the first time since making that eleven didn't have his greatest game of all time ever. Although it did look a lot kind of sexy football for that twenty minute dominance yes. that Leicester had, where they turned the yeah. tie on the head completely. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe you can afford to rest one now going into the into the league action and, and give them a break. Because I think maybe there's a few players that came off that 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 were kind of I've got to, to be play. honest with you, uh apart from Tillemans, who like you say probably didn't have his best game, the three sort of lowest scorers in the ratings for Leicester were the three that came off for Brighton, Inacho and Barnes. <laughs> and so, so yeah. tactical, tactical genius, old Brendan, isn't he? Yeah, definitely <laughs> not a bell end, is he, mate? Definitely not a bell end. Uh, <laughs> again, again it, it, it's also harsh to rate players that come off. Barnes didn't look at the races. To be honest with you, I will say that. He's not, he's, you know, flattered to, to see him in a, oh, excuse me, in a few appearances. Mm-hmm. Of recently, maybe he needs a Madison treatment where we take him out and we give Lukeman reaps and rewards from, from his performances coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, or Brighton was given a job, it was clearly given a role, it was clearly very tactical defend, yes. absorb, analyze, and then try and catch them on the break. Maybe take you know, take mm-hmm. our opportunities when they come, which we were struggling to do. Which, yeah. you know, to answer me that. If there's less fan out there that's going to tell me they didn't at any point go, we may have missed the bus on this. And yeah. I think you're lying to yourself as well. well in, in that first half, you were looking at it and, you know, we were we were missing the chances. Yeah. Um, Andrew, who said, who, and we're just we're going to bring um, the our guest in, Bronski, in one second. Um, Andrew says, who would you prefer, Roma or the other team that I can't pronounce? Blood blimped. Well, it looks like it's Roma at the moment because they're kind of walking this game. Uh, I've got to be totally honest with you. Having seen how Roma have twice struggled away to blood blimped, um, they're on an artificial pitch and they are um, above the Arctic Circle, which, believe you me, having been there, it's bloody freezing. So, I'd honestly, I'd sooner have Roma 
Uh, and I think they would be the, the easier team to play. Brookline, yes, you did miss it. You'll have to watch it back from the start to hear uh, Brad's uh, IOZ <laughs> praise. And Spencer Knight, yeah, let's. I, I agree with you. Anyway, let's have um, Dorco. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to put that in. Not being awful. I'm, I'm going to concentrate on some good news today. And you've made the same point three or four times about the wingers. So we're going to leave that for this week. But let's bring in, as I say. Big up to him for coming on when he's just lost uh, a match like that. Um, we'll bring him in and we'll say hello to Bronski. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm. Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, could be better, yeah. obviously, but uh, of course, yes. Yeah, and thank God you speak good English because I can't speak any Dutch at all. So. I mean, I'm I'm a YouTuber, so I'm used to speak English. Oh, good. It always impresses me. Us English are never any good at <laughs> actually speaking other languages. But this is Brad at the top right, which is that way there. Is uh, my co-host. Um, right. First right. of all, commiserations. And thank you so much for your your, your nice uh, message of uh, congratulations when we won. Um, no I was a bit worried. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> um, first of all, I mean, you had a couple of, of changes because of injuries. You've got a big cup final coming up yep. uh, at the weekend. Do you think that was on the players' minds? Now, I think it was uh, basically uh, the fault of, of our coach, Roger Smith, because he mostly does some really weird uh, substitutions in big matches, he did it against uh, against Ajax, against Feyenoord, against uh, some like really big matches. And this time, he sent an upper guard, which is a nineteen-year-old boy for Max. Yes. I know that he needs like some sort of uh, recovery for his uh, mm. stamina and everything. But this uh, this match is so important for us. And then he just he he does uh, like. A stupid substitution like that, but he well, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, um, I, I can I can give you a timeout. You know, he says you speak better English than me, <laughs> which is probably true actually. But I have had I've had a few of these. Okay, um, oh, me I mean, I, I, when I was when I was watching that, I thought for, from Leicester's point of view, oh, yeah, it could be one of those nights. I mean, you know, we just mm -hmm. couldn't seem to hit the barn door with a banjo, yeah. and then you made that change. And almost immediately, we got the goal down that I side, know. and I know. that gave us the momentum. Then I think I think we had the yeah. momentum going forward rather than yourselves. Yeah, but the thing is that we we as the as a team worked really hard. We 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 did everything we can to make a uh, goal because we obviously not Premier League quality. Let's be real. Yeah. You guys have a squad that's worth four or five times or entire wage like it's it's ridiculous but hey that's that's how football is and uh more more um stuff yeah more more good to you yeah but still I, I feel i feel that leicester is a really quality team and i feel players like madison smichael um even players that uh like like Pereira that you haven't even seen the entire match could be like they can be so decisive that it really it's just, it's a quality. And I think that mm. that will be a big uh, factor for winning the Conference League for you guys. And I, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And I, we'll, uh, say, yeah. Well, we'll say, we'll say hello to uh, Luca, who's, who's obviously come in just to, so he's got a taste of, um, taste of uh, European football. Cause being an Arsenal fan, he, he wouldn't know what that is this season. Uh, Arsenal's <laughs> doing horrible. My God. 
they had Cherry Henry and all this like amazing players, and now they, yeah. they all have these stupid youngsters. And they're like, Luca, they if you listen, listen to this. This this is even a guy from Holland says how bad you are. But but Brad, it's I true, mean, though. they made true. I agree totally, Brad. I mean, we used they made that change. They brought on a 19 year old. I was surprised at that. Um, yeah. and you know, that that gave us uh, our first goal. Well, let's first of all talk about um, the, their first goal. Well, their only goal, if, if we're truthful. What did you make of that? I mean, it was, you can't, yes, you can blame Tillemans, I suppose, but you oh, know, that stupid Belgian. Like, I don't know what he was doing against Goetze, but like, it maybe could be all gig impressing right there, but it's just. Some player like the the quality of Tillemans shouldn't be doing something like that. It's just a really bad bad uh, mistake from him. No, no, he shouldn't. What what was your take on it, Brad? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was one of them, wasn't it? I mean, he had he had about four different options he could have chose to do. He could have realised he had more time on the ball. He could have gone up the pitch with it. Maybe he could have booted it. 60, 70 yards up the pitch and cleared the danger completely. He could have made a pass in the other direction. And whatever, he, whatever he chooses to do with it, he gave it straight to PSV. And and, it, and and that was a moment where, you know, cliche as it is, if you don't take your big opportunities when they come mm. your way, and Harvey Barnes tried to be a little bit too cute, it never looked like it was going in or on target, which was the most disappointing thing about his chance. Um you know, you have these moments and if you give the ball away and one thing that I don't know if if, if you are, but as, a, as as looking at it from a different way, the, from PSP, I would have been a little bit disappointed that their high, your high line didn't seem to want to press it. it, it it's almost like the, the basics of what they were told to do, which was sit on the high line, but not press that high line. And minus the goal, they, they, they didn't really threaten that again. Too, too much and I don't even remember you doing it at all in that second yeah. half even on the level yeah, I, I can understand why Smith uh, did something like that because obviously when you're 1-0 up, you want to keep that score 1-0. So you don't want to like risk uh, getting a draw uh, right before the, the first half, you know? like So that that's why he was not taking a lot of risk. He didn't do that in the away game and he doesn't do that in the home game as well. And I, I see why he did that. But it's it's just unfortunate that um, most of our chances didn't go in because we were like Sangare in the second half. That that was just yeah. He's not he's not a great uh, goal scorer. Let's just say it like that. He's yeah. not used to scoring goals. <laughs> I thought is it and, I, and forgive me, my pronunciation of of players' names is awful. Oh, I, I will but, correct you. Don't worry. Uh, Zavi is it? Zahavi. Zahavi, yeah. I thought he had a good game. Obviously, he got the goal for you. Mm. But were you surprised, sort of, how much space you were getting down the wings? Because we were defending very tight. I think it is. Uh, it's, it is basically the achievement of uh, the passing, the, the short passing of PSV, that there was so much space behind uh, the players. Because Leicester was like they, they were just running around trying to get the ball, and then. We had Verman, which is an excellent player. He, he came in the winter and he's doing some amazing stuff. Uh, and he gave that amazing pass. And it, it just completely uh, changes uh, the entire like flow of the game because then you come free to the, towards the goal and uh, it's just uh, easy run from there. 
Yeah. I mean, what you were saying about your manager making strange uh, substitutions, yeah. we, we, we know all about that with Brendan Rodgers, don't we, uh, Brad? Oh, but... I, got, I got scared, to be honest. When you guys sent in Lookman and, De and uh, what's the other? Deco? De De Deca? Deca. 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 Yeah. I, I got really scared. I was like, oh, no, this guy's going all in already. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> He went oh, for the God. early subs, though, uh, Brad, didn't he? At half time, and that surprised me. But like and I say, you know, you can't you can't moan about it, can he's you? He's an experienced trainer, that's for sure, because uh, <laughs> he did some, that was some good decision. Yeah, and, and like I said, like I said at the start, you know, yes, we we have raised an eyebrow at some of his starting elevens and the way he's gone about it, but uh, you know. We've seen the benefits of it, and we've sat here at full time doing one of these, saying, "Well, Brendan knows, Brendan knows it," and he clearly, you could tell by just how impactful yeah. the subs were throughout. But it helps. It helps that your bench is just absolutely top quality. Like every single oh, yeah. player on there is just amazing. Yeah. Like all commentary, oh, yeah. Dutch commentary, when when they said like when uh, someone some of your substitutes came in, uh, they said like, uh, "What was it again?" Like. Oh, they are so lucky to have players like those on the bench to just bring in like that. That's so the luxury of that. It's just incredible. Like we we had a, uh, the issue with the Boscagli getting an uh, like an, an early uh, uh, injury a couple of days before the match, which is just really disappointing. Madueke not being able to be playing uh, against Leicester, but still, uh, we don't have a great bench like like you guys do. So you always have the advantage on there, and I feel like. That's why we got so scared because the quality that comes from you guys on, on that bench is just it's, it's, it's just, been a while uh, getting that bench, I must admit. And we've had a lot of injuries, and I hate keep saying this, but it's probably only now, and I said this earlier, didn't I, Brad, that it's only now it's all coming together. We've got the injuries coming back, we've got the bench yeah. benches sort of filling up again. Um and you know we 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 oh was it about seven changes again we made? Um, it's funny though that I mean I'll stick just with you for this one, Bronski. Do you, I mean did you mm -hmm. look at that? And I look at it and think, from my point of view, that we were the underdogs. But do you see it from your end that you well, you, you were the underdogs? Well, it was it was kind of a weird situation because in the betting odds, uh, everyone was saying that PSV is going to have an easy time against Leicester because of the the whole home dominance thing that we have uh, the last uh, couple couple months we we basically win 15 games in a row and stuff like that but mm. i was always like really aware that your team has such quality players that have like such amazing um what's it called a special special thing that they can change the game in one second mm. that is yeah. just really scary and uh but i i still feel like just a question to you guys were there any players on our team that you will think will will be able to uh, survive the Premier League? Go on, Brad. I'll let you go for that. Sorry? Goetze. Only Goetze? Not Sangare, because Sangare was absolute amazing on the ball. He just he just played, like, he stole the ball really easy. He uh, passed a couple of players, like, if they were not even standing over there. Phys yeah. Physical, amazing. You, you've got a handful of players, and probably more that, that you're obviously going to be way more knowledgeable about that, that could probably mm -hmm. go into that one. He was one of them. Uh, it was hard to kind of note certain players apart from like the standout names just purely because I don't follow your, your division's football. It's that a great ever. division. It, it is. Uh, uh, there's some pretty good uh, matches. Uh, yeah. yeah your, your, your goalkeeper made a few good saves. I think he could do it in the, you know, in the, in the mid section mm. of the Premier League if that's how he's 
That that means a lot to us because we had a goalkeeper a couple of matches ago. His name was uh, Joel Drummel, and he he's been on the on the goal the whole season, and he has been this uh, atrocious. He 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 got like uh, we almost got like twenty four goals uh, against or something like. That guy was just absolutely horrible for us. And then Vogel came in and, yeah, for some reason it now goes a lot better. So who who was the player that we were linked with in the transfer window? But he didn't play oh, tonight. God. Oh, uh, Noni Madaweka? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even attempt to say that. Um, it's actually pretty easy. Madaweka. It's not even that Madaweka. He's even English. Like... I can say I have trouble with English names if you just add Brad. I mean, was he a big miss for you? Well, he was not in form uh, when before the injury. Like he was already a bit out of form. He didn't score that easy. He didn't pass the dribble. Didn't dribble pretty uh, like pretty well. Like uh, I believe in the beginning of the season when we played against Michelin, against Galatasaray, against Ajax for the uh, Johan Cruyff first. Uh, Scal, mm. that's a kind of a thing that we have here in the Netherlands, kind of a Super Cup. Uh, we won that one, and Madawik was absolutely phenomenal. He just dribbles past everyone, but yeah, then he got injured, and it's already his fifth injury, which is absolutely uh, horrible for the guy. But um, I still feel like Madawik is a great player, and he, he just needs to get another year here at PSV. And Gakpo, I mean, he was not good in this match, but I feel Gakpo is ready for Premier League. He is such an amazing player with such incredible yeah. tech. Uh, like um, is it called again? Uh, style of play. His his uh, footwork is just yeah. so good. It's, it's yeah. something you don't see often. Yeah. Bookline says they tactically. I think PSV were playing too yeah. wide, so we could cut through their lines easy. But then they were yeah. getting down our wings, weren't yeah. they, Brad? Yeah. Well, well, they were. But I think I think Bookline makes a fair point that the way they went about getting the ball out allowed Leicester to recover. It was quite aerial. I mean, there was a few times and, and it's something that Leicester are well known for. They they, they focus on where the ball is and not where it could potentially go because they, they obviously trust their recovery rate. You know, they, they you know the likes of Thomas Castagne, Fafana really did trust. I mean, at one point, I can't remember which PSV player it was had the ball, but Fafana had like 15 yards to make up on him and made him up oh, on... Oh, Yeah, yeah. So, so he didn't just make up on him on ease. He, he then... I would have had him up there at Man of the Match today. I think you'd have picked four or five from, yeah. from a left perspective in terms you, of it. You guys should sell him to like a big team and get a lot of money from him because he, he is he is ready to, to make it to a big uh, big club. This guy's... Yeah, he signed a new deal with us this season, I'm afraid. So he's not going to be wanting to go... Any, he's not looking to go anywhere anytime soon. So we'll keep adding to his value. Keep form mm. like that. We'll get... We'll, we'll sell him for 200 million or, or 400 <laughs> million. And uh, what about Vardy then? Because Vardy is already worth 200 million or something like that. This is how we run the club, you see. We just make money on our signings, don't we, when we sell them? Yeah. But that that was it. I think I think in a way, when we when we stretched that midfield and we had that extra body across it, because I think what helped PSV in both legs, especially because I was quite frustrated at how easily we we potentially made it for you in the second half of the King Power, because we were so narrow. And and it works with quite a lot, but we saw today. You know, right? What does this? You made it so that less fans got to see what Brendan can do and what the players can do when that's just not working for us. 
whether it was a bit of misfortune or not, whether it was not taking big chances or not, because obviously we did create big chances. What could we do to change it up? And we went to the 4-4-2 or 4-3-1-2 or whatever it was, how we did it. And it just brought us in the line. You know, we, we was able to get players, more players in between that midfield and defensive line, cause you a bit more problems. And I think you lost, I think in turn with that, you lost your shape and a little bit, which helped create more chances. And I just yeah. felt seeing that and doing that just shows what we, you know, what we bring to the table as a squad as yeah. a whole. It's like you said, the, the depth and quality and the change that we're able Premier to do. Premier League is just a whole other level. It's just, uh, we, we at yeah. the Eredivisie play at this level and you guys play at this level. Like, yeah. it's not even, yeah. it's above my, my face cam. It's that, it's that high. <laughs> yeah. it's be, it's be, you just see, like, uh, the amount of stamina you guys have, our team cannot handle that. It's just the the whole what's it called again? The the passing and everything is so direct and so fast yeah. that it's just mm. it's difficult to um, to uh, keep up. But I I think PSV did a really good job for for a Dutch team. It's just incredible how we actually like, uh, like well, kept yeah, up you know, with you guys. At, at half time it was nil nil. So you you'd got you know you you right? doing your no at the half time of the right. two legs. Sorry. Oh oh like yeah. that yeah, yeah yeah it was it was like if you like sorry nil nil. Uh, so you done your job at the KP. Um, it's you were then one nil up at half time, so I think you, yeah. I think you did, uh, did, did your fans they're totally proud. Yeah, uh, I'm actually really proud. And, of the team, I need to ask you this, Brad, and I know we, we we've kind of touched it later. He brought on. I mean, you made those two substitutes at forty six minutes, and I thought they were good substitutes. And then I thought, oh, we're going to play two up front. Fine, we're going to do it again. It, it it was like the ghost of Christmas past came on. <laughs> Perez, I mean, what what did you make of that? I, I was well, I sent you a message, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at the end of the day, he obviously felt that maybe dragging Madison into that middle of the park, which clearly worked because he his position for the goal, he's not there if he's out wide. He he'd be trying to do what Perez did for the goal. So it it was clearly again a shift in the shape and it worked perfectly. If you wanted Madison to maybe play that more central attacking midfield role instead of being a deep lying forward or a false nine or whatever you want to give it its terminology to. So he took Nacho off, which meant that Perez could go out as a right winger to give us that injection of pace down there because he obviously did like for like with Barnes and Lukeman on the left. But on the right, you needed to change it up in terms of pace and he obviously felt best to utilise Perez on that side and, 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 and bring Madison more into play in the middle so he could do what he does best. And, it, it, you know, Sometimes you know you're not you're not a you're not a end and sometimes you're a tactical genius and it just works exactly. for you because there's a thin line between the two, isn't there? Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and you know what you can say it was a bit of luck, stroke of luck. Say it was no, this but... fifty match. To be honest, like both teams had the chance to win. The... Mm. Yeah, but I mean, there was that header, wasn't it, that you guys had, and that could change the tie if you guys yeah. scored your second big opportunity. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, you know, a manager can make a substitution, and mm -hmm. like you say, it, it comes off as it did today, and he's a tactical genius. Yeah. And then other times he can he can do like when he when he brought Vestergaard on against uh, West Ham, it goes the other way, and he's a, he's a bell end. But obviously, he's he's the tactical genius yeah. at the moment. It's, it's uh, just I mean, you were one nil up. Did you think mm -hmm. where? Um, did did you think at that point? I mean, it was it was seventy odd minutes gone. We're into the twenty minutes. Yeah. How yeah. safe did you did you sort of feel at that point? Well, I was like, 
when it, when it got like to like 70 minutes or like oh, 20 minutes left 90 minutes left 80 minutes left 70 minutes left yeah. it's like oh yeah. it's getting close like it's, if this is going to happen it's going to be flipping and saying i'm going to be crying of joy because I mean, Leicester is like one of uh, just a Premier League uh, team with like amazing plays. If you manage to like defeat them, that's an amazing uh, like that's something that that doesn't happen often. But still, when when uh, when we got to one one, I was like, if we lose right now, I think we uh, we're really happy with uh, with what we did because uh, just just uh, the effort that the guys took uh, today mm. is just incredible. And with with the fact that there's a uh, cup match coming this Sunday against Ajax. Which I'm going to, by the way. Oh, well, good luck with that. that. Yeah, yeah thank work. you. It's going to yeah. be uh, my first time going to the Kype, so it's going to be really uh, incredible. Well, fing- fingers crossed you're, you're a lucky omen. Ben, oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> ben, <laughs> thank you so. very much, sir, um, for your kind words. You, 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 uh, you didn't make it easy. No, they didn't at all. I'm not going to lie. Um, Anthony, another Arsenal fan who's coming in. Thank you very much for your kind words, sir. Um, I know I asked you the other day, Anthony, whether, you know, would you sooner finish eighth again or, or actually get, or no, it wasn't yourself, was it? But I asked somebody, I think it was a Man United fan. Oh, that Arsenal... club is doing horrible, by the way, Man United. Yeah, I'm there's sorry. another one that is, yes, oh, Arsenal and Man United. Keep it up, Broski, keep it up. Ronaldo, <laughs> why? <laughs> but, Messi's better. You know, but would you would you give anything to be where we are now, uh, Anthony? Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll 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 let you have a think about that. But thank you for your good wishes. What a, what a goal for Madison, though. I mean, it was a good, not just Madison's shot, Brad, but the whole move leading up to it. Uh, he's, he's class. Yeah, yeah. Again and, and again, it just showed, didn't it? The, the idea was he he obviously obviously felt that we needed the attacking sense to go forward, so he put Madison that middle. A credit to Brennan to do that, and just everything seemed to change. It was wasn't really a shift in momentum because I felt that you know I, I you know I put my negative hat on for about two or three minutes. I thought it's just not going to be our night. You know we're gonna we're gonna give it all we can in the second half, and PSV are gonna ride off into the sunset on this one nil because because whilst whilst you were probably going oh 13 minutes left. So, you know, I was going, oh, God, now there's only seven minutes. You know, I, I was, they were going a lot quicker to, to, to me at that point before the goal. And, yeah. um, and you know, it just shows how well it works and how well they can do it because instant impact in, in, in everything that happened had an instant impact. We, we created more. We started to look like we could actually break you down, which is something we weren't able to do in that, you know, in, 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 the, second, in the second half of the first leg. We weren't able to do it after you got your noses in front in that first half. And we didn't look like, we, you know, we were getting closer and closer, but I just couldn't see where that final killer pass was coming. And then Perez yeah. getting down the right, cutting in, and he, he laid it back off. And it was it was a tremendous save. And the keeper got a finger, he got, got half a hand on it, and that just shows how well he hit it because he couldn't keep yeah. that out. It's also maybe like the fact that you say like the the first leg was like yeah. they played differently. Well, that's maybe because PSV was counting on the zero on a nil nil, so we can finish yeah. it at home. Well, I, like, I actually said that it, full time. Yeah, that it's the pressure. Time. The pressure that PSV had it was just like it's really difficult to play when you are like one 0 up, and you know that there's a team coming at you, and once you score that goal and you need to keep it uh, keep a clean sheet, it's 
it's really difficult as a player to to like concentrate mm. and if you're like not used to playing in those I'd, sort of circumstances. I'd tell you what, with, with our with our goal, I tell you what, I'd put weight on and I called it COVID COVID stomach, but I think it's humble by stomach. I've eaten yeah. that much tonight for Perez. Two minutes to go. I wanted to go and borrow somebody's dog and take it for a walk as I usually do, and it. <laughs> Pierre came up, Brad, and just. What a goal. First European goal. And he signed a new contract as well. Yeah. Uh, and again, it was... Well, it, it, I, I feel like it, it is It is a bit of a, a lucky goal, if I may allow to say it, because of the fact that... No, you're that not allowed Vogel, to say it. I was still <laughs> going to say it. Of course you Because Vogel did a great save. I didn't even expect him to, to save that one. Yeah. And then it got to him. So, but... Still credit to the guy for scoring because uh, Pereira yeah. is a great right back. He on FIFA is like just really quality player. So it's it's not yeah. that that he doesn't deserve it. But yeah, it, it it's not like a goal like Madison was pure quality. The way how he shot that goal in in the in the top corner is just absolutely incredible. That that's just yeah. You are right. I mean, trust me. We we just come from a, a weekend game where we watched our goalkeeper save save. Two penalties and still get beat by Michael's amazing, by the way. Yeah, so I and I do feel for keepers when they make a very good save because he puts he doesn't just make a save and it's not like Pereira's three yards out and he's tapped it into an empty net, he's pushed it out wide as well as best as he could with the con. Yeah, I thought you saw that. Uh, sorry, oh, I went oops. Oh, thank you, QNTV. Uh, appreciate that, mate. Thank you very yeah. much. I was just uh, saying that something we've developed as a, as a team, it's not just the wingers that cut in, it's our wing backs. Justin, Castagne, Thomas, you see them driving towards the box. And I pointed out a few times where Luke... Oh, no, my God. Goal. They're cut in. Mm. To be in that position, to be alert to it, you know... Well, you guys are scared? <laughs> <laughs> Roma is uh, beating Bola Glimt uh, my god yeah. yeah cyber leader well done mate 3-0 I wasn't expecting that well done um, maybe if we both win the finals we should get into the <laughs> uh, we should have a playoff maybe yeah um, Frankfurt <laughs> yeah it was a good win hi Rennie how the devil are you uh, and thank you very much uh, cyber leader like I say I, I, I would love West Ham to go and win yours so good luck Spotline, I'm not scared of corners yeah, I'm, anymore. I'm hoping the final wins, uh, wins uh, Conference League because they are still uh, in it. They are still in it. Uh, and I'm just looking at the score. It's 4-4 yeah. at the moment, though. Yeah. Second half so, just kicked yeah. off. So I'm supporting them right now because this yeah, this team is not going <laughs> to do anything in Euro this year anymore. I'm I'm supporting final because I can't stand Slavia Prague. So. I can I can stand Ajax, so uh <laughs> it's gonna be a crack of the Sunday. I hate Ajax with all my heart. Like I want them to literally just get bankrupt or something. I, I, I was laughing when Overmars uh, had that huge uh, that huge thing going on with the with the I don't know if you know about it. That he's they sent like uh, some sort of like explicit pic pictures to uh, to a woman, and uh, really? Overmars, Mark Overmars, the yeah, was, uh, Overmars, yeah, what a player. Yeah. yeah, I was I was literally laughing. I, I, I that was amazing. That was yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna uh, let you go in a second, Bronski, because yeah. uh, I've got other people to come in. But first of all, do do having seen Leicester now over two legs, um, do you think we can win it? Yeah. 
definitely. I feel oh, that I Marseille against you. Leicester is going to be the final because you guys have so much quality in your team, and and Marseille, of course, are are the same with with Payet. Yes. And yeah. So I think that's going to be a great final, and uh, oh, hopefully, oh, I hope you. final, but. Still, uh, yes, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I do know what you mean. And second and last question here, you've got um, Ruud van Nistelrooy coming in as your manager. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's going to be... I was really going to say, are you excited? <laughs> yeah, because Smeed, he has been a bit of a weird manager. Like, he, he did some really weird stuff. And, and I feel that, that the PSV DNA got quite of out of reach uh, since he became the coach because of the old Germans and stuff. Like we got Philip Max, which is from Bundesliga team Guts and stuff like that. Now we get that PSV DNA back, which is just incredible. And hopefully we can uh, well, give everybody a shout out. Uh, where can they find you on all your socials? Uh, YouTube.com slash Broski Plays, uh, which actually a gaming channel. So I don't know if you want to see that, but and on Twitter, <laughs> it's Broski Plays uh, and then uh, a low, low little... Uh, What's it called? Bra no bracket line. I don't know. Under underscore, yeah, yeah, yeah. underscore, yeah. At the end, yeah. Brilliant. Good luck at the weekend in the final, Thank mate. You. I'm going to be rooting Thank for you now. Uh, so I will root uh, for you guys. Uh, hope you do like, it. Good Thank you very much. Take care and thanks for coming on and being magnanimous. Oh. And uh, take care. Saying good luck with the final. You too, man. Good luck, mate. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> We've got Melina coming on at the moment, um, but I just want to sort of look at some. Um, where are we here? Just some of the, the match stats very quickly. Um, so, uh, Brad, I mean, looking at that, um, he says, trying to get his big one up, if you pardon the expression. Um, I mean, we, it was it was really was our game. I mean, I, you know, I know they scored, and I thought it was typical Leicester, but you know, we had we had more shots than them. We had we had certainly had more of the big chances. We still don't know what they are, uh, but we missed more. Um, we certainly had a lot more accurate passes. I mean, it was just it was just a great performance again, wasn't it? We 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 showed the resilience. You know, earlier on in the season, we'd have gone on to lose that probably two nil. Yeah, yeah, and again, it just shows the continued development within the squad and the new um uh effort that we got in that squad and the belief we've got because like you said there would have might have been other nights where we'd have let that goal with a sucker punch with a struggle to get it going again we'd have mm. probably lifted us you know we probably would have taken longer to lift ourselves we'd never let it drop um we didn't change everything like that we didn't just start suddenly seeing us ping 40 yard passes up the pitch we were still passing it around and trying to move and getting behind them and create our own gaps and you know and that it was good to see and and it's something you need to be able to do it in any competition you know we, we, you know you don't win cup competitions if you're if you're not able if you're not going to rise or be able to rise to the occasion when you're tested and it, mm. you know we were tested today we was yeah put to put for our paces by PSB they'd already proven that they could shut us out once so when they were on a lot with time ticking away you Despite the fact that you know, you know, we 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 talk about these newly promoted sides, don't we? The Premiership say, oh, they they, they get used mm. to that. You know, they soon realise that you get two or three big chances, and if you don't take them, you normally get punished. Well, we, you know, you'd be forgiven going into late into that game thinking, oh God, that one goal is going to do it, isn't it? Not taking that that Barnes chance and that Daka chance is is going to haunt us 
it didn't. They kept going. They showed the resilience, like you said, Preston. And in, and in the end, got the result they we deserved overall, I thought, because mm. we just kept going. And, and we showed what can we do to change a game when we're controlling it, but not yeah. quite. I mean, looking at Spencer's comment there, PSV didn't impress me at all, and from honest, and I'll just quickly do this before I, I, I bring Mel in. Um, that I, I, I was quite impressed. I mean, I, I suppose because I'm, 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 I'm older than probably everybody else put together. But you know, I can remember the PSV, and as you said on the show earlier today, Brad, when you look at their past history, they, you know, it's a, it's, it's a really, it's you know, there to be admired. Uh, and in my mind, I I felt we were the underdogs, and yet there was Bronski saying that he felt they were the underdogs because we were the Premier League team. It's uh, it, it it's just w- weird. But I I was quite in, you know, I know I, th- I think they did what they had to do. They they played to the way that they thought they would um, be able to get a result from. Um, yeah. Uh, and they didn't, or they, they nearly did it. Let's be honest with you. Um, we're going to get Melina in to take it from a neutral's point of view, and we'll be back um, straight after this. Yeah, please give us a subscribe if you can. Uh, that would be most, most welcome. Good evening, Melina. Good evening, Chris. Nice to see you and nice to see Brad as well. Most importantly, the one time I'm relying on Lester to turn up. I'm really proud of you guys today. Um, I know, you know, overall it was a really good game. I didn't think it was going to be a walk in the park. Uh, PSV didn't make it easy for you guys from minute one. Let's be honest there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, initially from the start, you guys didn't really look organized. There wasn't really fluid football. I'm talking about the Yuri Tillemans mistake um, leading to the goal. And I believe it was a Johnny Evans um, deflection. That led to that the first goal that they said that, but they didn't really show it on the TV. Yeah, uh, but let's talk about the goal that matters, and the goal that matters today is James Madison's beautiful finish, uh, top bins, incredible goal, and to me, that justifies his high price tag. And yes, we're not the player that, uh, you know, we didn't get him. Unfortunately, I had that saga of wanting to get him, but we weren't able to. Um, Honestly, I think you guys will play Roma in the last four. And I think you guys are favorites to win the competition. Um, Other player I want to give credit to, especially who, who got his first European goal tonight, very young, uh, still learning, still trying to improve is um, Pereira. And I think uh, he's a good asset to your team. Um, and he deserves credit for his hard work, and he showed it tonight. I felt sorry that uh, Tillemans made that mistake, but in that second half, you guys turned it around, and, you know, it was fun to watch as a neutral. Um, but, you know, the James Madison, the type of player he is, these are the type of games you want to see the best from him. No, I am not. Um, <laughs> I want to say, I was waiting to, to say that, and I thought Brookline said it straight I away. I want Fofana, but unfortunately... Uh, Fofana is off the market. 
are not yeah. available, and he signed a contract extension. And so is Piero, in fairness. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to ask you this and get my 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 sarcastic yeah. uh, question out the way first, <laughs> <laughs> and you probably know it's coming. But okay, I mean, you know, you you are challenging for. Um, uh, uh, Champions League place. I did say I thought you would get fourth quite a few weeks ago, uh, and it was yours to throw away. And I'm not sure that you're not doing that at the moment. But I know last season Arsenal. Yeah, we don't. We don't, we'd have We shouldn't finish eighth and get in the uh, conference. We'd soon know. We don't want to. We don't want the conference. We're, we're better than that. And not all the fans, but just the majority of them. You know the ones I mean. And do you, as an Arsenal fan, sat there? And I know you were watching it for your um, fantasy league team. But he's still an honorary fox. I don't care. You're not going to get away with that. But I mean, do, was there a bit, any bit of you there that sat there tonight thinking, oh, "I wish that was us"? Um, you know what? Uh, we had this conversation before, Chris, when you told me, you know, Europa Conference League isn't that bad. It's a way to for you to get into actually European football, and it is some form of European football. And to see you guys play on Thursday nights, which I haven't seen all season, except when I'm watching other teams play like West Ham and Leicester. And mind you, West Ham are are playing well today. Yeah. Um, but I do agree, and I think maybe last season. The way we bottled it, um, we seem to have taken the bottled it title off of Leicester's hands and uh, really put a fine tune to that definition the way we've been playing recently. Um, but I, last season, if you asked me and told me, oh, you're not going to be in any European football, I would have taken Champions League, sorry, Conference League. Um, you know, we have no way of getting in, in Champions League right now. I think if we don't win the Southampton game, our season is really in, you know, juxtaposition. Um, and Conference League tonight, seeing you guys play it, I think um, I think uh, a lot of it is um, much to do with, you know, Conference League gives your players the confidence they need, gives your team more training development and, you know, mm -hmm. European football, which we don't have. So, yes. Yeah. And it is your, and again, uh, you know, Man United was saying that they didn't want it either. They'd sooner finish eighth. Yes. And, but if they did get it, that they'd just stick the youth team in. Um, Dorco, goodbye. If, you, if you're going to go, if that if that's your attitude, goodbye. Um, you know, it's, it's called being polite, but maybe, you know, you, you're not up for that. But there we go. Um, but, you know, from Leicester's point of view, it's a trophy. It's a European trophy, if we win it, obviously. I think you guys are – I'm not trying to uh, kiss your ass or anything, but I think no. uh, that's the last team I want feel, feel free to, though, you know. <laughs> but I think Leicester are favourites to win uh, this – um, the conference league. I know you you're gonna you're you might be nervous to play Roma, but the way Roma is, um, sometimes a lot of the times Mourinho overthinks it. Um, so I do think you guys are favorites to win this competition overall. Yeah, and I mean, Brad, we said earlier about Roma. I mean, you know, I mean, we know Jose Mourinho. We've got him sacked a couple of times, I think, and. I'd sooner be playing Roma than than um, Blot, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, yeah, and again, just touching on the point, I I still will never understand why anybody in Arsenal's situation or Manchester United's current situation, right, who wouldn't want that competition and, and would disrespect any European competition in, in, in such a manner because um, here's the thing. If you finish fifth and sixth, and it, I would swap places with you right now in terms of league position, because 
Imagine being fifth and sixth and winning a European Cup competition and already making sure you're in, you know, you're winning a cup, com- you know, winning a cup competition that guarantees you something that you've achieved on both fronts. You've not only won a European trophy, but you're now guaranteed that with the league position anyway. I mean, what I don't know, can someone clear this up for me? If Leicester finish ninth, but win the Europa Conference, does it have the same effect as winning the Europa League but finishing outside? You know, do, does it have the same effect as winning the Champions League but finishing outside of it? Would, would the same knock-on effect would seventh no longer get it? I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's not the case. I, I, I don't know, but I just want to win it. I'd want to win it and I'd want to finish sixth in the league so we could say, hey, not only did we have a nice trophy and win and, and put another trophy in the cabinet, but we also would have done it for our league position to be playing in the competition that the rewards get anyway. It you, know, you know helps, what I mean? It also helps with um, Brendan Rodgers' situation. I know, Chris, like we've had these discussions before where some, some Foxes fans aren't really fond of Brendan Rodgers in the league, you know, the way you guys have performed, not recently to say, but in the earlier on in the season, you know, some fans were coming for his head and I felt that was not fair. Um, but if you guys were to win the Europa Conference League, I think that gives him something under his belt and he's achieved something till the end with Leicester. And if it's his time to go, then it's on a high note, I would say. I don't think he's going to go, though. I have to be honest with you. I mean, wh- why would we sack him, um, first of all? You know, I mean... You know, yes, okay, he's had a bad season, but you know, you know our injury position. You know, this season didn't help, also. Yeah, and you know, and and you know, even even commentators have said this to Brad many, many times. Say, judge him when he's got all the players back. Well, he's now got all his players back. We've moved up to the ninth in the in the league, so we're in the top half of that. We're into the semi-finals of a European competition against clubs that have all been recently, not so long ago, in the Champions League. You know. Why would we? Why would we want to sack him? Yes, we will moan about him. You know, I mean, you know, Bellend and what have you. When he makes some substitutions, we're fans. We're allowed to criticize, but I've never wanted him to go, and I know Brad hasn't wanted him to go either. And I, I mean, would he get the support? What do you think, Brad? Let me ask you. Do you think he'd get that sort of support from the chairman at another club that he gets from ours? No. Sorry, that just goes for any manager. I've, I've always stood firm on the belief that I would be I would argue with anybody that we probably have the best owners for a football club. Yeah, hundred percent. Anywhere in the globe. There's not there's not an ownership. There might be some owners that do it just as well or nearly as you know or as graceful as ours are, but by God no our owners give him support. You've seen it in the press interviews when he you know when he was linked with these jobs at Manchester United and whatnot and he goes, no, I'm, del- I'm, I'm delighted to still, be- I'm delighted to be a Leicester manager. The, 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 the owners back me. They, they, they want me to take this, take Leicester through the next few seasons, and he really wants to be a part of that. And I just don't see, you know, we're not talking like potentially a Jurgen Klopp or Pep situation where they'll go, you know, because people might say, no matter what they come out and say in the press, because they change my neck every week. These managers, but mm-hmm. in, in terms of Pep saying one thing and doing the other, but if Pep goes on and gets the Champions League and the man and then wins the you know wins the trophy, you know wins wins the Premier League, he won everything he could. Then with Manchester United, it, it, uh, Man City, sorry, but would he leave? Would that be the end of the era? Would that be him going out in the high? How much longer will Klopp be at Liverpool? For? Liverpool, maybe Liverpool fans will be hoping, obviously, 
as long as possible. Brendan Rodgers isn't in that talk. He's still in that enjoying the journey part. and He still feels there's plenty for him to achieve here at Leicester. And we're seeing it. There's a European Cup potential to bring in, you know. Mm. And people are probably get that point and think, God, what, what, what will Leicester win next season? Because they always seem to win something. And that'd be great to do, to do that. Uh, just quickly to our Dutch friend, if he's tuning in, I saw him in the comments there, Chris. But he'll probably be happy to know that fine order are ahead against Slavia Prague. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, look, looking, looking at that match, Molina, you, you watched the match. I say, how how impressed were you with that Leicester performance as a neutral? I was uh, okay. So as I said, the first half, I feel like uh, the Tillemans' mistake could have been avoided um, mm. if he was more sort of uh, footballing IQ in terms of you know being on his game. And uh, you know, players do have an off game here and there. But the yeah. one thing I liked is you know last time I, I was on here was uh, during the. Uh, Arsenal versus Leicester game and Brendan Rodgers made poor substitutions but tonight's game I think he he was sharp on that uh, in terms of man management in terms of in-game management you guys improved in the second half and um, overall in the second half you did improve especially defensively uh, but PSV didn't make it easy for you guys it wasn't going to be a walk in the park and I think you guys performed up to my standards. Um, I, it could have been better in terms of more goal opportunities with uh, Daka, I believe, uh, had a chance. Mm. And, um, you know, this is the thing. These kind of games is where you got to take your chances when you're, when, you, when you're given these opportunities. And if you don't take your chances, of course, you're, you're not going to have a high-scoring game and you're going to miss out on opportunities where the player can progress as well. Um, yeah. But overall, yeah. I thought it was a good game. I was impressed with Leicester's performance, but more importantly, I was impressed with the finish of uh, Madison's goal. I mean, Pereira's goal, I guess you could say, was a PSV mistake um, that kind of led to Pereira uh, because it was, uh, I think, deflected from their keeper. Yeah. Um, so, but it's his first European goal. I'm not going to discredit him. Uh, he is very young, too. So um, yeah. it was a good performance overall, though. Yeah. No, no I appreciate that. It's due for Leicester. Yeah. Do you wish you'd signed Madison now? Uh, 100% <laughs> yes. But, you know, like I said when I came on here right away, that price tag, now I understand. You know, yeah. the premium price tags, Lester Pay, uh, bar Harry Maguire, um, I understand uh, the for the quality that he is. Uh, yeah. His footballing IQ is incredible and his in-game management uh, he's the type of player, and especially with uh, Jamie Vardy not being available, you know, I wish him well and a speedy recovery. Um, but you guys adjust when you have so many injuries throughout the season. Even in the Premier League, you've tried to adjust to the best, and Brendan Rodgers has worked with what he's got, and he is doing his best, I feel, too. Yeah, and um, we haven't, we're not going to have the Daily Spurs today, um, but what I would like to say is I do actually have the video and I, and I think yeah, I've shown you this already Brad but um, it is the video of Arsenal season so far <laughs> sorry that's mean she's been so nice coming on here and so so <laughs> so crazy with our team and you just go and show, show that no, you showed it to me earlier in the preview <laughs> Uh, no, did you? I, no, I, I couldn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I just if it's if it's funny, I like to I like to share it twice. <laughs> um, Melina, you know, I jest. Um, 
how can people find you? Thank you so much for having me on your channel, Chris and Brad. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Most importantly, everyone in the chat who's new uh, and yet haven't already subscribed to Lester Till I Die, get subscribing. Um, they do watch alongs as well, which is incredible. And I do Arsenal content. Uh, I also do fantasy Premier League content. And this week I'm relying on uh, a lot of Leicester players for their double game week. So hopefully they perform to their best like today. <laughs> um, and if you guys want to check me out on YouTube, my channel is called Miss Melina. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Melina, I appreciate it. Uh, are you playing at the weekend? If you are, good luck. Um, and um, I will no doubt uh, we will speak again later in the uh, later in the season. Thank you very much, Melina. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Stay Bye. safe. Bye-bye. All the way from um, Canada there for, for Miss Melina. Louise, hello. How the devil are you? I hope you uh, are happy and have enjoyed the game. Uh, if you want to come on in a bit, uh, Louise, uh, brilliant. I can send you the link if you want to come on and give your thoughts. Um, we're going to get um, – we've had a Chelsea fan on. We're going to get a – very quickly get a uh, – um, we've had an Arsenal fan on. We're going to get a, um, a Chelsea fan on in a second. I'm losing my voice here. I'm totally losing my voice. Um, I mean, what else can we say, Brad? I mean, it was just... I mean, we're in a semi-final. Can you believe it? No, but I'm really looking forward to it now. And, you know, sometimes, you, you know, there's... You have to experience things for the first time. I mean, we, we took a bit of stick because Brendan Rodgers had never got past the second round of any competition. Mm. Maybe it just shows us how poor quality Celtic were, that he couldn't even get them to it, and they're supposed to be premium. You know, they're, they're, they're fans, they're, 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 they'd smashed the Premier League to bits, but apparently their players weren't that good enough. They couldn't even get past the team that's in their, well, by yeah. all, by, all but out of the Europa League conference, but they got beat by them, and uh, at least they can get to a quarterfinals, unlike Celtic, and yeah, it's just one of them now. We know what we're up against. We know what we're preparing yeah. for. Like I said, the game's all but finished uh, in terms of aggregate score between Roma and, and Bode Gunt anyway. So it's just one of them and you never know. I mean, I'm looking at the, the results in the top corner, Chris, at the moment and 3-1 to Marseille on aggregate. So you assume it's them. Feyenoord, Slavia Prague. Mm. Feyenoord can hold on to that and swing that tie around. But hey, you've you three games and away from being conference league champion, your Europa Conference League champion, yes. and that yes. is some way to end the season, like yes. like we said, Chris. And it's it's going to be Roma, but I, I'm happy about blaming Roma. Um, Nippon, how are I'm you not, doing? I'm good. I'm not eating. I've had my dinner. I'm not in a car, and I'm not working. <laughs> well, just stay where you are. Don't don't be moving about. But did, did you saw the match? Yeah, I mean, like, look, you, you started off, like, very, like, you, you were missing a lot of chances. Harvey Barnes, then uh, Patson Dakar, and then one of their players, I don't know who it was, scored just mm. before half time, And then I thought, it's typical Leicester, isn't it? <laughs> but then you guys got, yep. then you guys got back into it, um, with Ricardo Pereira scoring... A goal to send you to your first ever mm. European semi-final. 
I mean, for, to you, Nippon, first of all, congratulations on the job. Well done on that. Yeah, well done. Um, right. um, and commiserations on the game the other night. I mean, to go to uh, uh, Real Madrid and, and get that sort of result, well, you know, no, nobody, nobody was expecting it, so well done. Um, but, you know, it may, it may be Leicester and West Ham that are bringing home the European silverware this year. Look, man, I, I'll be happy for any British team to win in Europe. I mean, I'm not like one of those people who are... Look, I, I reserve my rivalries for the domestic game. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. it's Arsenal. Unless it's Arsenal. <laughs> you love Arsenal. Get out of him. Because, <laughs> look, we will not hear the end of it. If they ever win a European trophy. <laughs> yeah, but they've got to win it anyway, first of all. They've got to exactly. get into Europe first of all. Exactly, mate. exactly. <laughs> but, anyway, so, anyway. But were you impressed with Leicester generally I over the, the game? I was. What a comeback. Yeah. Um, and looking at that, do you think that Leicester can go on and win it? Look, I honestly feel... The semi-final between you guys and um, uh, Roma will decide who, who wins the whole competition, mm. in my opinion. I think you're capable. I think you're capable of beating um, what's his name? Roma, the, Jose, Mar Roma. Jose Mourinho. Roma. He, he's managed a few clubs down south, I believe. You know, I don't. Uh, I think we got in the sack, didn't we, on that from that team, Brad? Yeah, yeah, we did. We we've uh, we've got the oil the ship on that, and 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 you know it'd be interesting, you know, because we know a few of Roma's players. You know, we, you know, there's Tammy Abraham from Chelsea. There's obviously Chris Small, and there's um, England international. Yeah, Tammy Abraham, England international. Um, it's been banging them in for fun. And makes me question why we sold him to bring yeah, that, uh, yeah. that, yeah. that bomb, that, yeah, that walking so this, headache, Lukaku. Um, this is probably the first time we go into a tie in this competition, probably since Napoli, that we look at and go, we actually can know, know a bit more about them than, than dig, having to dig out the Google.com to do a bit of research. You know a bit about them already. We know what to yeah. potentially expect. Brendan Rogers would have. Um, I think I believe he well, he surely he would have managed against Jose Mourinho in his time, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did it at Liverpool. He did it yeah, at Liverpool. Look, yeah. As, yeah. as for Chelsea, um, yeah, we look. The thing is, I, I said it all over Twitter that um, we went out to like Warriors. We 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 fought. We, you did. Look, you I, went I, down I even said it. Look, yeah. I, I said it in my preview. Like like if you if you're gonna get knocked out, at least put up a fight while going yeah. down. I don't agree. capitulate. I agree if, if, totally. And I, I don't want to hear Arsenal and United fans laughing at us for getting knocked out. Well, they because will. they will. Yeah, they you've will. Got, you've they got an will. FA Cup semi final. They haven't. Uh, exactly. Nippon, I'm going to let you know, Nippon, because we've got Louise coming in. Just thank you for coming on. Where can people find you? Give your, uh, give your socials a shout out. You can find me on my two Instagram accounts, um, Nippon. With four eyes and three U's, and Nippon reviews cuisines. Um, in fact, I'll have a review on that on on one of my cuisines later tonight on Instagram. Yeah. Um, 
You can find me on Twitter at NSports93 and the Nippon Sharma, which is my private one. NSports93 is my YouTube one. Brilliant. You can Nippon. find me on Twitch. Sorry, oh I haven't. <laughs> no, I'll, put the, I'll put my feet up. <laughs> at Sharma Talks Lifestyle. And you can find me on YouTube at um, uh, NS Sports TV and the uh, British Lifestyle Blogger. Brilliant. And he does and, yeah, do a lot of non chelsea stuff as well. So it's well yeah. worth checking him out. Nippon, yeah, so congratulations on the job, mate. Really chuffed for you. And good luck in the semi-final this weekend. Thanks, man. Much appreciated. See you soon. All the best. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks to Nippon for, for popping on there. I think I think we've impressed a lot of people, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have. And this this will impress you because you don't like them. Slavia Prague won Feyenoord three. So, you know, not to get too excited, but if you know, if we do get past Roma in the semi-finals, we by the looks of things, it's going to be either one of Feyenoord or Marseille. And I, you know, if they are the opponents that we're, we're looking at if we can get past them. I, I, I would definitely fancy our chances in the final against the, the, the end of them. Um, so it's looking good. Yeah, I, I, in a kind of way, I mean, I'm pleased Feyenoord are winning. And I think, you know, if we do get Feyenoord in the final and we and we get past Joe's, and obviously it's all if, buts and maybes. But having beaten... Oh. Um, having beaten uh, uh, Eindhoven tonight, that would give me some confidence. Oh, yeah. I, would have, I would have quite liked to have got Slavia Prague just to, just to get a bit of revenge. Yeah, but again, I mean, you're looking at who's left in the competition and, and, and who mm. potentially going through. Uh, I mean, Marseille are only winning 1-0, but they, they had the advantage from the first leg that they were able to take mm -hmm. there, so they, they probably felt they'd done enough of that goal. Uh, you're looking at who's going through, yeah. You're probably looking at that game, it's the one where you're thinking if one of them can do the job against Marseille, um, it, it'd be an interesting final to, to say the least. I mean, we're in this stage now, and 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 you have to go with that mentality to win it. I mean, obviously, you don't want the players getting ahead of themselves on that pitch, thinking getting no. one on a final that not in, but you know. Roma, if we can go there, not concede, you know, you'd imagine the atmosphere of King Power and, and, and if we can get in behind Roma and get a couple of goals, you, know, you never know. It's, it's just something I'm already looking forward to. I'm already looking forward to, I might go and check how much tickets are to Albania. <laughs> Indeed, Anthony. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying myself, Anthony. I, I thought I asked earlier, and maybe you answered, and I didn't see. But is there a little bit of you, Anthony, as an Arsenal fan, that wishes you were Leicester City tonight? I'll I'll wait. I'll wait uh, for the answer. And I know, I know you don't. I mean, can you imagine if I mean if West Ham were to win the Europa League and Leicester were to win the Conference League, but then Nobody, no English team won the Champions League. <laughs> I mean, that would just be amazing, wouldn't it? Well, it would be for Leicester and West Ham fans. I mean, West yes. Ham are, are, are through against Leon. I know it's still 10 minutes to go, but they're through the lot. 4 1 aggregates, they're through. It, well, it would be a nice occasion for football. Um, you know, I, 
you know, imagine that the, the Europa League conference, mm. you know, debuts and you have maybe maybe a Liverpool or a Man City winner. You have West Ham, you know, go and win win the Europa League and Leicester then go on to win the conference. It'd be some statement about the English club's performance. And maybe, although I very highly doubt it, but maybe people would put a lot more respect on your West Ham's, on your Wolves, on your Leicester's, on your, you know, and on 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 these clubs that 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 you know, I I would wonder if uh, West Ham were supposed to embarrass England in the Europa League, maybe Leicester, you know, you remember when we were in the Champions yeah. League, are they going to embarrass them? Well, we didn't. We were the last English side left in it. Well, funny you should mention that. I was, I was a bit having a bit of a, a clear out earlier, and I don't know if you can see behind me there. I've got the Leicester Champions League T-shirt. Yeah, uh, one that the underneath we had, had the, which was it says Schmeichel Street, and I actually had one made, but I haven't got the room for it yet at the moment. That says Leicester City, the last English time. The last English team still in the Champions League, sixteen seventeen. So, uh, but uh, anyway, we'll bring Louise in. Good evening, Louise. Uh, I'm. I'm. Don't. I don't need to ask how you are, do I? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just uh, when we went one nil down, you kind of start to think the worst, don't you? Yeah. Because we had to that first leg that it shouldn't have been as stressful as it was. Um. But yeah, just a really great performance. And it took them a little kind of five, five, ten minutes to get in it. But once they did, they were the better side again. So they deserved to go through because they were better side in both legs. So yeah. I mean, I've got I've got to ask you this, Louise. Um, because you've you obviously watched watched the game. And I admit I can't I probably can't find that. There's a bit of the comments about um Yuri's performance. Yeah, I just think he I don't know what it is with fans, they just can't be happy. And I really feel like that because mm. you can argue that Yuri's not playing his best, but you know, that's what happens to players. You know, Vardy isn't always at his best, Michael's not always at his best. That happens to players. Yeah. And like they they want to find some sort of connection to the fact that he's not signed a new contract to why mm. he's playing. Well, if he wanted away, surely he'd be playing the trying to play the best he could because he'd want other clubs to come in for him. So that makes oh. no sense whatsoever it, it would be the other way around for me if we wanted to leave and I don't know whether we'll be uh, stay at the summer but nobody knows so just no. enjoy, enjoy him while we've got him and do you know what yeah. I mean Sticks, the, and, and in fairness we, we right. said this earlier Brad he's you know he's not playing his natural role no he's not people again and Louise you make some great points and it's so refreshing to hear somebody thinking the same wavelength that me and Christy about Tillemans and you know, if he wanted out and, and, and he wants that move, he'd make sure he's going to get it by putting performances. People are, are letting the social media reports and, 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 and the paper chat and, and other people's opinions rule their own because, you know, he's playing that cover role. He's holding that midfield. He's not being given that extra freedom that he's normally been allowed when we've had a DD or when we played that system that allows him to chop and change with Madison, uh, you know, and, and it's kind of benefited us without us realising it because there was a few times where he made a tackle or he got the right side of the of who of a PSV player with the ball, which allowed them players like Fafana to get back in on 
onside and in, and in position. It allowed a Dewsbury Hall to make up the ground that he may lost giving the ball away. So his hard work's going unnoticed at the moment. And uh, that's something to me that's a little bit harsh because without being able to use Mendy in this competition and without having that security there, he's been given a different responsibility. And I think we should appreciate, and it's something we touched on earlier about more our attacking players, how versatile they are. But it doesn't just stop with your Dakers and Ineatros and your Lutemans making them as versatile as, as possible. It's all the way down the pitch. You're looking at, can Fafana run out with the ball and can he ping a 40-yard pass? Can he play it out from the back and, and, and move it quickly? That's versatility. If you're able to do all three of them things on the ball, it's versatile. You know, he can play it quickly. He can run with it. He can knock a 40-yard pass. It's a defender that's versatile and Brennan loves it. And I love to see it. As a fan, I'm excited to see, you know, we sometimes we've scratched our heads. But it's nice to see that that's what Brennan's working on to get a player. He goes, look, I, I want you to be able to defend, attack and hold the ball. I want you to be able to do it and I want you to be able to do it whenever I need you to. Because that's when the team's needing you to do it. And it's something we should actually admire seeing. The fact that Rogers has chosen to do that of all the players in the squad shows how good a player he is because Brendan would not trust him with all that yeah, if exactly. he didn't do it. And also, you know, those kind of roles, they do go unnoticed until they're not there. When yeah. you haven't got can do all that, that's when you realise what you have. And that's what Leicester fans need to be, you know, conscious of. You don't see, you don't think it's any good, but if, when it's not there, if he was to leave in the summer, then you'd realise what you had and then that would be too late. You know, yeah. it's just been... God, I don't understand. We're not, you know, Man City, you can just go and uh, star player after star player after star player. So when you get someone like him or Madison who had that spark, that bit of, I don't know what it is, X Factor, if you want to call it that, enjoy it. Because it might not be around forever. So enjoy it while you've got it. I, I oh. don't understand people. I really don't. <laughs> we're fans. We're fickle. I mean, can you believe some people were calling him Brendan Bellen just a few weeks ago? I don't yeah, know. You never do that, Chris, is it? I, know, I can't understand that at all. He's a tactical genius. And talking about being a tactical genius, uh, Louise, what did you think when um, when Perez came on? And I, I've got to say, I've uh, eaten a big, I'm eating a big slice of humble pie here. <laughs> but I, I, I text Brad and went, God, things are bad. We're bringing Perez on. <laughs> But he did all right, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And again, you know, all it's right. not start every game. Mm. But that's what you need. You need a squad of players. Is he as good as what other, play, other players we've got? No. He's not. He's not a best player by any stretch of any no. magic. He's come on and do a job. Yes. Mm. And, that, you know, not every player is going to be your star player and be playing every week and be getting, you know, 10 out of 10 performances every week. In fact, no one can do that. But, mm. do you know what I mean? Need the squad players, and it's like I'll get rid of him. He's no good, right? Okay, so what are you doing when we get injuries like we've had this season? Mm. I, I was surprised to see him come on. I mean, I know he's not been uh, he's been injured or not well recently, but I mean, I I've been sort of as I said on uh, to, to Brad earlier. I've been on Newcastle uh, fan you know shows this weekend with you know this week with a uh, game coming up, and I was trying to get them to take him back. You know, I said, I've still got the receipt. Um, you know, please take him back with faulty equipment. Anyway, they wouldn't, but and then he comes on and, and he has, has, like you say, has a decent game. And 
I, I don't know what it is. I mean, if if he if he plays like that, I mean, what was it you said to me, Brad? Where's this Perez been for three seasons? Yeah, because it's it's one of um, players that's painted a you know a frustrated picture of his time at Leicester. Obviously, initially he was Brendan's first signing. He clearly saw something in him that he wanted to bring in. It was um, it it was thirty million. You know, we were only just started to spend around that sort of money on players and willing to do it. And there was that expectation that came with it. And and again, it just maybe shows again the man management and or the individual player management that Brendan has where maybe he's and it sounds so simple, it sounds like, oh, well, why would they think that for? Sure that they really know their roles. But maybe Brendan's so insistent that this squad everybody has an important role. Uh, that that we that, that even though it's it seems like he's come out of the cold, you know he played, you know, and we could say the same for Mendy. We could say the same for Chowdhury at points yeah. this season and last season. That when they've actually come on, we've seen what they've done, and we've sat and gone, hold on a minute, really? Yeah, where, where where did this Mendy come from? Where did this Chowdhury mm. come from? And tonight, you know, where where's this player been? And look. One-off performance doesn't change my opinion on him all of a sudden. I'm very thankful to see it, and I, I, I give him credit where he's due. And mm. please, next opportunity you give him, whether that's in against Newcastle or, or whatever it may be, please continue it. Continue to build on it and, and, and show a reason why you're a very good squad player. Because there's a difference between mm. a player that believes that he's going to get given him opportunities and he's not instantly going to get told thanks very much for playing really well, but yeah. I'm never going to see you again this season. Because we've seen that before with other managers, whereas we've seen with Mendy and Chowdhury, they've got given runs in the team. And, yeah. You know, and, and if that's how he's going about it, then maybe yeah. we see a bit more Perez coming in this season. Who knows? Lou, I'll, I'll ask you this quickly, and then um, I'll let you go, and I'm going to bring Neil in, who's waiting in the blue, in, in the blue room, in the green room. Um <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about an overhaul in the summer, you know, and which players are going and, you know, the newspapers, well, we're going to sell, you know, Madison so we can bring other players in, et cetera, et cetera. We are now seeing, like I say, the real Leicester. Now we're getting our players back and our squad back. We're seeing what and how we can play. Do you think we'll still have a clear out in the summer? Yeah, I think we will because I think that's what has to happen. You know, if you don't, buy or you don't change your squad you go backwards so we don't want to do that no i don't think madison's going anywhere i hope yuri doesn't you know smichael's not going anywhere vardy's not going anywhere so mm. our big players i don't think will leave but yeah there'll be players leave and there should be players that leave that's what should happen yeah, should yeah. Should but i don't them. think it, i don't I think don't... there's the sort of the panic that there seemed to be a few weeks ago you know no but that yeah. you know again the the fact of the, tr uh, the troubles we've had with injuries this season shows we need to sort the squad out. We need to be able mm. to take injury and it not affect us the way it has done this season because we, yeah. we can't deny the drop-off. So, in fact, if you're going to get rid of players, you've actually got to get two to replace them. So yeah. that if you do have the injuries, which, you know, could happen again next season quite easily, you've got yeah. that quality there behind it to for it not to affect the form. Yes. 
Lou, thanks for coming on, as always. Uh, I will see you Monday night when I'm sure we'll be able to slip this back into the show and talk about this again. Um, I, might, I might be having to move that quiz show with you, Brad, now that we're through to the semis. I don't know yet. But, Lou, thanks very much for coming on. Take care. Enjoy it. We're into a well, European semi-final. I'll see you on Monday. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, we'll bring an, another guest in now. Um, not as pretty as Lou, but there we go. It's not his fault. Neil. <laughs> I'm leaving you... now. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Neil from fellow Leicester City channel beyond the 90. Make sure to give that a check out and follow that. It's a great channel. Um, I know you want to speak about one player that we've not really mentioned tonight. The only reason why I want to speak about him is because we did our show. It's my third show of the night. So did our show, did Ant's show. And then we realised, yeah, we forgot about Schmeichel. I mean, yeah, he wasn't obviously the mainstay, but he did what he needs to do. And when there's another, he came in with the important saves when he needs to. And it's something that yeah. I mentioned pretty much every single week. Um, yes, his distribution at times is can be quite poor however the way he plays his football the saves that he needs to make sometimes they hit them over the bar but when they came towards him his saves were in the right position and do not credit yeah. to him their goalkeeper yeah. i think did some decent saves as well but schmeichel is because we forget with the madison and the fafanas and these flair players people like johnny evans and um schmeichel that do the dirty work to allow the front players to go and do their thing i just think it's great and as great as these players are, I think Schmeichel is somebody to mention as well. I mean, yeah, Brad, a good, very, very, very good point there. And, you know, I, I do criticise um, uh, Schmeichel for always kicking the ball out when he's trying to kick it upfield. And maybe that's why Brendan's had him playing it out from the back, because at least then he knows we're going to hold on to the ball for a bit. Um, well, most of the time. But, I mean, he did what was asked of him again today and, and, and pulled off one worldie. Yeah, he did. I mean, again, um, you know, PSV, you know, you, you could kind of be forgiven for thinking, well, actually, you know, you know, like we said at one point, PSV took the chances, we did, and it's going to be one of them nights. But actually, PSV had some big opportunities in that game and, and were probably breathing a sigh of relief, thinking, God, at least we took that chance in the first half. I mean, they had the Gertz chance, which was an absolutely unbelievable save. Fantastic yeah. save. If that goes 1-0 as early as it did, like it did against Rennes, and it, you know, we don't turn this tie around. It's as simple as that, especially if they go and get that second goal or or that. And, and again, that header, yes, it wasn't the cleanest of headers, but if he doesn't, if he scores that instead of missing, you know, they kill the tie off. And, and they'll be gutted that they didn't take them opportunities. And they'll look back and go, Yes, Leicester didn't take their opportunities in, in, earlier in the game, but their persistence to keep going showed and, and they reaped the rewards. And I think that was the overall biggest difference between the two sides is Leicester kept looking to create them opportunities and were able to create opportunities over 90 minutes. And it was good. And it was just what it was. I can't really praise the game enough and the effort of everybody enough because it yeah. was everybody deserves an award because Schmeichel minus that. Brilliant save he had to make, you know. You know, you, you, you can't praise Evans and Fafana enough because he didn't face a lot. We're not talking about, we're talking about one or two great saves, and I'm thankful that he made them, but we're not talking about five, six, seven, eight chances and one performance, which we've seen other times where we've banked our lucky stars and Michael's made them saves, but, you know, recovery rate of the defence, 
the the, the cut-ups, the, the I don't know, I mention it until the day I probably die, but the flipping footballing brain that that genius Fafana has is 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 something above everything else. I understand that. I mean, he came, he was fifteen yards or so behind somebody, wasn't he? And he made, yeah. he, and he got back and got the draw, the foul, and yeah, yeah, it was just a great, it was a great experience. I, I mean, Neil. <laughs> I can't, you know, I, I, I've got to pinch myself when I when I say this, and it, it's nearly getting into into becoming self abuse. But <laughs> yeah, Leicester are in the semi final of a European competition, and I don't give a toss if it's the conference or if it's you know the 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 the, the Heineken beer three legged race, whatever. We are in the semi finals of a European competition. We could win it, and we could win the inaugural competition. And it's, I just can't, I mean, can you believe it? No, not really. I mean, coming into this game, I did feel confident that we could get the win. But, mm. you know, with Leicester, they never make it easy. They always, it's one of those things that yeah. 60 minutes, <laughs> I, I, was, I was saying on our show as well, I accidentally kicked my table when, um, when, when, Daka missed that chance. I was like, that's chance number two. Did you know what yeah. I mean? And it's yeah. so funny how in 20, in 30 minutes where we went from, Dakar, you should have scored that. To Barnes, you should have scored that. And then yeah. what happened there? And to now we're elated and happy. That one was emotionally completely exhausting because we were playing well. And as Brad was saying, we stuck it out. And even when we went 2-1 up, normally mm. we're going, are oh, they going to get back into the game? I trusted that defence and I trusted the, yeah. the players in the squad to go, right, they'll be able to see that out. I was st- it was still squeaky bum time. I can't lie yes. because we were still there going uh, a, a little bit, but compared to like a few other results where we had to cling on for dear life and hope that they didn't get the shot on target or hoping that Schmeichel did a really good save, we were working more in the fact that Leicester City played well and controlled the game, and we did for the majority of the match. There were yeah. still parts to pick apart, but overall, yeah, over the moon, mate, over the moon. You, you, you could be picking if we'd lost, we might, you yeah. know, look at those and go. But yeah, I mean, it's not as I said to somebody earlier. It's not the it's not the night to uh, to look at faults. It's just a night to enjoy it. I mean, I said this in the show earlier, Brad. I said I did feel confident because I think we knew, having looked at the team that played last week, and then having a look at the team that played at the weekend, we kind of knew what team was going to be coming out. For, for this one, in fact, we've we virtually picked it earlier on in the show, didn't we, Brad? And we you know we even mentioned knowing Brendan will probably go with All Brighton, and I know Ant wasn't wasn't particularly happy with that um, with that that choice. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this, then I'm gonna follow it up with another question for you, Neil. And uh, you can probably guess what's gonna come, but uh, not that question. Sorry, let me get the right question. We'll come on to that one right at the end. Would it be a good season if Leicester wins the competition and getting seventh or eighth in the league? I know what I would say. I guess I know what you're gonna say. Absolutely. Even if we win this competition and we get 13th, great season. Yes. In my opinion, um, as long as we get that trophy, it, I could, f- I couldn't care where we finish. Um, no, no. Ideally, I would like to finish as high as possible. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. having that piece of silverware, um, I was speaking to fans last year before we won the FA Cup, and everybody was going, and pe- top six fans were going, "Would you rather take Champions League or the FA Cup?" And my thing is, why does it have to be one or the other? We nearly did both. Um, mm. One of the one reason or another, it never happened. However. 
um, that piece of silverware is something that we meme Tottenham about all the time. And it's that separation between a good team and a team that wins trophies. And these are the small differences that you want to make because at the end of their career, you're looking at Andy King and you're going, he's going to have three Premier, he's going to have three, um, the League One medal, the the champions, uh, the yeah. championship medal and the premiership medal around his neck. That's going to yeah. count for something rather than I play Champions League football, which is going to be an achievement in itself, but it's going to be mm. that bit extra. So, regardless i think and and to take it back to where we were i, I don't want to be we were in the champ we were in the league one or whatever but when we we're in the championship and playing and just surviving relegation it felt like season after season and that's what we were doing again and again mm. to see where oh, we yeah. are now to being in europe to then win the being competitive in trophies you do have to pinch yourself because it doesn't feel real it genuinely no. doesn't feel real no. brad would that be uh, a good season for you as well Oh yeah, most definitely. Again, it's bizarre how these fans are able to to live like Buckingham Palace and turn their nose up at such rare opportunities that come your way. Because you know, for you think a team that Brexited Europe quicker than they could spell it wouldn't have such snobbery and disdain for a competition that's going to win them trophies, especially when one of them's gone nearly fifteen years without a flipping trophy. You know, they'd they'd be begging. On the, I know a few Spurs fans, and they're not as bad, obviously. But I, you know, they were almost begging and on their knees for them to have beaten Chelsea to win the poxy Mickey Mouse Carabao Cup, as it always gets called. It's amazing how things turn around when you go on a bit of a trophy drought. Um, yeah, but I don't want to see Europe. And like I said, Chris, I would love to have the luxury of going. Not only do we have a show a trophy to show for our efforts in, in a European competition, but we also finished in a position that allowed us to get it either way, you know what I mean? And then we can, that's, that's yeah. probably as good a season, but it is, no, it is as good a season, if not better, than, than that season where we finished fifth. But, we, you know, not where we won the FA Cup, the season quite where we finished fifth, but didn't win anything, but we got into Europe for our league position. You know, you would say getting into this, getting into the competition via the Conference League, and finishing seventh would be like, wow, even if we didn't, which obviously would be yeah. great that we did, but even if we didn't, we we made sure of a trophy. Like last yeah. year, even if we hadn't finished fifth, we would have got European football by yeah. some basis. I'm going to come on to, uh, on to Brendan now. In seven years, it could be potentially as well. Three trophies in seven years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that? I'm, I say I want to come on to Brendan, but first of all, obviously, Man United rumors are, and I think you've seen this, Brad. But rumors are that Man United have actually got somebody planned to take over the wheel. He's coming. When he'll get there, who knows? But he's coming. Uh, talking, of, you know where this is going, Neil. Talking of Brendan, you were very much a Brendan out earlier in the season, and yeah. I, I, I was, I was always a Brendan in, but I was very critical of some of his performances and some of his substitutions. And I, the famous time I called him a bell end when you know we brought Vestergaard, Brendan the bell end when he brought Vestergaard on against was it was it West Ham at the end and. They got the goal, you know. To me, that yeah. was a daft substitute. Anyway, tonight it was a masterclass from Brendan. Are you still Brendan out, or is it sort of like have you changed completely, or are you on the fence now? Um, for me, I've gonna complete 180 and I'm gonna be completely honest and hold my hands up where I'm wrong. 
Um, yeah. But as well, I stand by what I said at the time. It wasn't just emotion. It was there was logic behind it. Yes, but yeah. I think the club have also done their point. When everything's going well, Brendan is allowed to run the club the way he wants. Now they've seen the opposite end of where, right, we've seen Lee Congerton leave. Uh, I, I don't think that's any coincidence as well that mm. Lee Congerton's left and gone to another place. We've seen um, them getting the doctor that they want to try and help with manage injuries. So the club are retaining some of the things that Brendan Rodgers go, I need to control of everything to do that. When he makes substitutions like he does today, and I wasn't I wasn't happy with O'Brien starting, to be honest, but I kind of understood a little bit. I don't think he's had that much good performances and I think to be honest he slowed down the ball a lot when he got on the ball compared to like Ricardo and um even Ianacho and, and Madison for example. Yeah that's that's unbelievable against Frankfurt. That Sausages is. have beaten um uh, Barcelona which is great to see. Wow. Um, but yeah yeah in terms of in terms of where my stand on Brendan I've done a 180 but also that's because the club have also reduced his role and go right this is what you need to do and Substitution-wise, he absolutely nailed it. I was like you when I was listening just before I came on. I was like, I think I wrote it down in my notes. Perez, I don't understand that one. Don't understand the Perez substitution. Yeah. yeah. I hold my hands up. I'm wrong. Yeah. I got that one 100% wrong. And he I comes say, in and I've got a huge, a huge well. piece of humble pie here I've got to eat yeah. that afterwards, you know. Yeah. But uh, Scott says, yeah, I don't know if either of you guys know. Um, and I was wondering this earlier. Have we got Roma at home first or away first? I think we've got it home first and then we've got Roma away. Right. Well, we've done it, we, twice. We, we've done it twice. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest with you, we, we, we're never going to, we never do it the easy way, do we? You know? <laughs> Certainly don't. Certainly don't. Yeah. Um, let's just have a look. Brookline here is saying Brendan went five in the back against Crystal Palace last week. I don't think he has completely learned he needs to watch more let <laughs> till i die <laughs> when uh, when brad gets his board out um but uh, I, uh, I think i think i think you're having a bit of a joke there but <laughs> but uh, i mean we can we can win this can't we neil there's no reason why we can't yes and i think uh, when you know, last year we played against like Zoila Hansk. We looked at them kind of teams and we realised, okay, the Europa League wasn't that good quality. I'd argue that the play, the teams we faced in this Conference League is tougher than the teams we faced yeah. in the Europa League last year. Well, I mean, the run we've had, we've had the second, this is, again, Ren, the second team in, I think, the second or third team in France. Again, I don't really pay much attention to European football. Never thought yeah. I'd have to, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, second, um, then we've played PSV second team in there. Then Roma will be one of the top teams in Italy. Mm. This is a team, if you looked at this lineup and you didn't know, you'd think this was a Champions League qualification yeah. or a Europa, Europa League qualification. Yeah. The the terrible Swedish farmers and stuff have all been kind of knocked out and put to the side. So there is only teams in this competition now mm. that are um, of European quality. I mean, you look at likes of obviously Marseille, Roma, Feyenoord are through to the next round. Mm. So, there's no longer like, okay, we're going to play the equivalent of San Marino anymore. There yeah. are genuinely good teams in this competition yeah. and we've been facing them since the round of 16. Yeah. And I think that, you know, gives some credibility to the competition, you know, yeah. which I do think, I do think UEFA sort of missed out on the, you know, the, the tagging it onto the Europa League was kind of, uh, yeah, given it sort of second status, but I don't care. I say it, 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 it's a trophy. Brad, 
it is you know if we win it we go through to the Europa League it's all coming right at the, you know it's like the, the the perfect storm coming together we're getting all the players back together just at the right time we're starting winning just at the right time Brendan seems to be getting his tactics right just at the right time could we make a late a late search for a European place by the uh, by the league I am Man United Remember, remember West Ham when? Remember Man United when you had the chance to stop Liverpool getting Champions League football and you got absolutely spanked five nil, and uh, and and they came out of the blue from like seventh or eighth to come and get in Champions League. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to do that, but I'm saying the catch up with games and hands if we do it, of course we can, Chris. There's no reason we can't end that season in 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 in, in sixth spot and and look back at what. In the end, you know, you said it uh, probably a little bit tongue in cheek and maybe a little bit more hopeful, expecting the start we'd have to the season with the injuries we've had um, throughout the season. You know, maybe less to do with reverse. They bottled the first half of the season to make up for it in the second one. I wouldn't say we exactly bottled the first half, minus that, that horrible Spurs game that I have forgive, forgiven Spurs fans for. Um, but minus that, you would say they've done as well as they could given the situations they've been in or found themselves in throughout the season. And there's no reason now why we can't beat Roma over two legs, keep up the good form in the league, be in the European final come May and be in the top six or seven come May. I mean, Neil, just, just quickly, if you can find out for me afterwards, I know Chris will want to wrap up, but does anyone know if it's the same rule? You know, like if a Champions, if a club outside the Champions League spot wins the Champions League, they the team in fourth normally suffer, don't they? They get knocked out. Mm. Would that be the case with Europa Conference if we win it? You know, going into the or, or what, what? Does anyone know the situation there? Anybody? No idea. No, same. No, no idea whatsoever. I mean, you know, if you try and uh, because you try and work out what you you a for do, then yeah, wouldn't it be just and karma if Man U slipped all the way to seventh, and and then they kind of went, well, at least we're going to play European football next season, and then Leicester win that competition, so they lose that position of play. I I, I don't know, but again, yeah. maybe it'd be for the, maybe they got dropped down from the Europa League spot to the conference spot, they'd lose it that way. I, I don't know if that's how it'd go. Yeah, uh, static. Um, I tell you what, we've we're, you're welcome, static. Nice to see you. We've had a load of Arsenal fans in today. I don't know what you call um, a, a group of Arsenal fans. Um, deluded, <laughs> that's the word, that is the word. <laughs> that is really good I'm, fun. So fun. I'm sorry, but that that does deserve no, it doesn't. It deserves, hang on, it deserves. <laughs> but it was brilliant, brilliant. Uh, that is fantastic. Sorry, Static, couldn't resist it. Um, Chris, where is that Norwegian guy that was in your live chat a few weeks ago? He totally disrespected Roma by saying Bobo Glint would flash them against the quarterfinals. I warned him about Roma. Um, Norwegian guy? I had a Dutch guy in. I don't think I had a Norwegian guy in. Sounds like the start of a joke, that doesn't it? A Dutch it does. guy and a Norwegian guy walk into a bar. Walk into the conference. Seen it. Yes. Or, <laughs> or an Arsenal fan, a Tottenham fan, and a, and a Chelsea fan walk into the bar and they all go, ow! 
Yeah, never mind. I know. I'm sorry. That was bad. Um, Anthony Christopher put ten pound on Leicester to win this trophy. Going back to the first game, it returns me at two hundred and fifty to one. Two hundred fifty quid at twenty-five to one. Hey. Make sure some of it comes my way. Get to the shop and buy some stuff. <laughs> um, static Chris in the panel, you can't expose me, you know. <laughs> we, we will we will see, Static. We will see. Neil, thanks very much for coming on, mate. My throat's like you. Like I say, I, I woke the neighbour up with the cheering. Um, beyond the 90, great Leicester channel. Do go and check him out, but give a shout out. Where, where can people find you? Give, give you details of your socials. Yeah, so Beyond the 90 on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, um, YouTube, all that kind of good stuff. One thing I would say as well, um, just kind of on, I think, a, a point that I don't know if Chris has mentioned, but in terms of uh, the, the game performances, it's great that we're rotating. So we're playing like the seven changes. We'll probably play the, played against Crystal Palace. We'll play back. I'm hoping they give people like Madison and Kin Jusby Hall, because I don't really care about the result. They give them a rest. We've seen what happens with James Justin. Um, and we don't, um, Harvey Barnes, we play them game in, game out, and they end up twanging with an injury. I'd just rather rotate them for this game. So, yeah, thanks for having me on, Chris. Appreciate it. And, um, yep. yeah, just let's hope we can continue this run because we, we really don't want any more injuries. No, no, we do not. And quite right. Well, we've, it's funny enough that we've actually got, I said earlier to Brad, we've got four centre backs. I didn't know we'd got that many. <laughs> yeah, we've Five, got, not best of God. We've got four centre backs. I didn't know we'd got that many. <laughs> but, but it's great, you know. We're, we've actually played two different centre backs to what we played at the weekend. Oh, and it, it's great! It's great, Neil. Thanks so much, mate. We'll, we'll get we'll get we'll do something together before the end of the season, I'm sure. Um, but thanks so much for coming on. Take care. All the best and stay best. safe. I nice see you again, Brad. Uh, All the best, mate. Yeah. See you later. Take care, Neil. Bye-bye. Did he did I ask him to give his socials out? Did he give his socials out? He did. Uh, yeah, I believe so. He did. And he then did he yeah. I know I asked him. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he gives them out at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Chris and panel, well done for winning against Leicester. You get a big win against a difficult PSV team. Good luck for the rest of the tournament. Cheers, mate. You know it's only banter about Arsenal. Uh, he won't. Well, PSV? You said PSV. No, he said he did a good win against, against Leicester. He meant to say football. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've, hey, you're lucky I can read. Um, and really I, I don't know, the quarterfinal draw, that was with a Scottish guy that I had on. It was Doug. I don't think you can call him a Norwegian guy. I mean, he's pretty up, he's up north coast, but I'm sure you know, it was Doug. Did I have anybody else on? I, I don't remember, mate. Definitely no. not. Go, go, go back and watch it again, Static, and boost me out. Watch hours up. <laughs> um, book line, Braga is down to nine men. Oh, with 15 minutes left. Yeah, it went into extra time. In fact, they were down to 10 men when they got the goal back. Um, so that's the only game that I know of that's gone to extra time. Yeah, West Hammer through, Leipzig are through against Atlanta. Because I was checking to see if, um, um, oh God, what's he what's he called? I don't know. Uh, who plays for Leicester? We, you know, we we he went to Atlanta on loan. You've lost me, mate. You've completely lost me. Belgian international plays for Leicester. 
wasn't getting any game time, wanted to leave, and he went to Atlanta on loan. Uh, I know Dennis Pratt's gone to Torino. Uh, to Pratt, Florida. that's it. Does he, no, didn't he go to Atlanta? No, mate. That's where... I think... No, no, that's not That's not where he's gone. He's gone to an Italian side, he's, but it's not Atlanta. It's, oh, uh, I thought it was Atlanta. I thought it was Atlanta. Yeah, you okay. threw me off of that, but no, that's not where Dennis Pratt's on no. there, mate. I couldn't think of his name. Got, isn't that where we got Castagne from? It was, yes, but I also thought that's where Pratt had gone. Um, no, no, he's gone uh, to Torino or something like that. Um, I, I suppose I suppose I'm the Pratt, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> mate. Um, but uh, there we go. Um, so that that yeah, that, and then I say Barcelona going out. What? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought that? Who, you know, we we forget the, the, you know the, how things can change. You know, a first of all, whoever thought that the might of Barcelona would um, drop out the Champions League, yeah. let alone go out for it. Well, in the end, they got another late goal in stoppage time, but mm. uh, in the end, they went out to Frankfurt. Uh, at, and then that was at the new camp, and that just shows you what, what where maybe these teams are losing that chink in the armour. Less so Real Madrid. I know they were... Yeah. Awful, but they, they always felt in that position probably... From the first leg, that a newer goal would suck a punch Chelsea in the end. It told just you know they they ended up you know looking at the scoreline. Ironically, lost the lost the scoreline by the same game way as Barcelona did, but Barcelona yeah. and going out and mm. imagine that. And, and, and that's just the way for all for these big clubs where they're going to get another chance in the semi-finals of our competition and play. Yeah, play no, they'll, they'll suddenly say, "Oh, we, we we forgot to mention this fourth European competition." It's for it's for any team that's this big that hasn't got through in any other one. You know, well, yeah. at least Man United might get in then. But just to uh, run through the scores again, so it was of course um, Leicester City two, PSV Eindhoven one, and that was two one on aggregate. Marseille, well, PAO Salonica nil, Marseille won. It was 3-1 on aggregate to Marseille. Yeah. Uh, and they will go through and play Feyenoord, who beat Slavia Prague, 3-1. And that was 4-6 on aggregate. That was a bit of a, a goal fest. Um, as indeed was really Roma, who we will be meeting in the next round as they beat Bodo Glimt uh, 5-2. It does remind me Bodo Glimp of the old Queen's Park Rangers when they had the plastic pitch, that nobody could ever win there, but then QPR could never win <laughs> on a normal pitch anywhere. So, um, yeah, bad luck, Bodo. You gave it 20-odd games. They've actually played more European games this season than any other team. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. You know what? They, they gave a hell of an effort, not yes. just for playing yeah. the 20 games. They... Didn't just beat Roma. They 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 absolutely spanked Roma. You know, eight eight two on aggregate at their home ground, didn't they? They beat them six one yeah. and, and two one. And you know, even though even though right, we just 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 a reminder to a certain Chris Sutton. You know, Celtic <laughs> reserves are bigger than Leicester, but your first team couldn't beat this team, and, and that just shows the quality of the Scottish league. I mean, at least Rangers might not win the league this season, but at least they. You know, do it in Europe. Yeah. Although I'm surprised they've gone a bit nervy going into that, haven't they? Because is, yeah. is it still two one? Rangers, um, Rangers. Yeah, because that's um, three one now. Oh, Rangers! So three, Rangers three, are two, going through now. Three two on aggregate. Yeah. 
Um, so, um, just, yeah, because Bodo Glimt have played um, 20 European matches this season. They actually started in the Europa, sorry, in the Champions League. They started in the Champions League qualifications and have come 20 leagues, which apparently still have Villarreal, Bordeaux and Baal, uh, and most recently Salzburg, have all done 20 as well, but uh, wasn't to be. Brad, I did get a request earlier um, that as we've won and we're celebrating that you should do your dance again. I'm not quite ready to do the dance again. I'm not talking about stuttering penalties, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe if um, maybe if we get off to a, a killer start in the in the home leg, yeah. or whatever one it is. To be honest with you, I was I was looking for it while you were talking in in my files, and I don't know where I saved it to. So <laughs> you, you were safe. You were safe, mate. Brad, <laughs> mate, thank you so much for that. Um, well, semi finals, yeah, baby, yeah, can you believe it? I mean, ah, oh, Roger's in, eh? Yeah, never in doubt. And you know, it's, it, it, it was just a prank about Paris, it was just a prank. I didn't really mean it about Paris, just a prank, mate. Brilliant, brilliant player. And Roger's is a master tactician, you know, yeah, certainly. Is, mate. <laughs> Anthony, it's on. It's, it was on Twitter. If you uh, go to, scroll down my um, my, uh, my 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 page on Twitter, you will find it. It was on there. Um, right. So, thank you very much, Brad. Um, no worries, mate. Just tell you're doing a new podcast. Where can people find it? Um, yes, yeah, so they can find it on YouTube uh, with the name "A Matter of Opinion." Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at Full Time Focus. So that's written all one word. There's no hyphen or anything like that in it. It's just Full Time Focus. We'll see the at symbol at the start. And the, the link is in the bio on my Twitter page. Click on that. Give it a subscribe button. Turn the notifications on. I'm doing a preview for it tomorrow, for episode two tomorrow. Because episode one, if you want to go and check it out and, and understand the platform of, of, of what I'm doing going forward, it's Marvel versus DT. So if you like that sort of thing, go and check that out. Uh, do a preview for episode two. Uh, so look out for that because that will be going. That will be going up, and and obviously then you'll on, you, you you'll get to know what's coming forward to episode uh, two. But yeah, yeah, it's a matter of opinion on YouTube, and the links in my bio on Twitter. Yeah. Just slightly shorter than Nippons. <laughs> How many has that guy got? I mean, good uh, God, I thought. I think there's more. I think there's more nations than there is. I think there's more <laughs> links to Nippons socials than there is nations in the world. Is it? Brad, mate. Oh, I'm going to go and have another beer. Take care, mate. And uh, my voice is going. I'll see you Sunday evening. Um, if you can tear yourself away from one man and his dog for the Newcastle post-match. Take care, mate. Take care, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. We are in semi-final man. I can't do a Ranieri accent. Semi-final man. Yes, we are. Um, thanks so much, Rennie. Um, let's 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 just let's just celebrate. <laughs>
Indeed. I will be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock uh, with John Sinclair, who's a Magpie Newcastle fan. Um, and then I've got a show at 8.15 with another Newcastle fan on his show. Then I'm at 9.30. I'm doing the Prediction League on Dan's show. On Saturday, I'm doing uh, John Sinclair's returning the favour and going on his show. And 5 o'clock on Saturday... I'm doing uh, John Paul Williams' uh, Newcastle <laughs> preview show, and when we actually get to the match, I think there'll, I think there'll be a match there if I've got any voice left. Thanks very much, guys. Oh, enjoy it. We're in the semi-final of a European trophy: Arsenal, Man United, Tottenham, Chelsea. Where are you? Let's be having you. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.